Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump of the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me as always is... Trevor Jensen. And we are back with episode 75. What are we going to call this one? Well, we're going to call it Tag, You're It. Because we have a very special story to read tonight, and we might even have another story if this one doesn't read for very long, which who knows yet, because I haven't read it all the way through and timed it, so we shall see. But we have a new author adding to the mix instead of just Riley. <laughs> and that would be my lovely woman, Jenna DeWolf. Who will actually be here in a little bit. She's watching Violet in the other room right yeah, now. Yeah, she's going to read it for you guys. Yes. Because my phone's I, going off. It is once again, never failed to have your phone go off as in the middle start, of recording. Like, I don't even get it. It's amazing. I don't get it. But we are here to figure out if Jenna's story bumps, bumps. or not. Does it get the bump? Is it going to get the seal of approval, or are we going to wah, wah, wah? That's what she's going to get. She's either getting the DJ horn or, or the wah. wah. <laughs> but, I mean, honest to God, I'm pretty excited. I yeah, mean, I've only read the first page. Yeah, and this is the first time we've had anybody, like, actually spend some time to want to, like, put something that they've wrote to paper and actually send it into us so i mean she kind of just handed it to me so <laughs> Works same, the same difference way. yeah same difference just closer distance exactly <laughs> it was a lot easier i kind of pushed her to do it but because <laughs> she continued to tell me i want to write a story and i said well here you go perfect opportunity we need content <laughs> <laughs> and we need content okay so without further ado i'll let her introduce herself and get on with the story hi i'm jenna and this is tag you it um, I wrote this story, I don't know, it just like came to my head one night when I was laying in bed. Weird, because it was late at night. <laughs> yeah. Like midnight, and I was just like, I have a really good idea for a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. When I wrote uh, the books on the shelf, I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about work at this point, right? <laughs> All right. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. My fiance and I live in a quiet, small town in New Hampshire, roughly 500 people. We just recently moved here from Virginia. It was a huge change for us since the miscarriage and me being three years sober from alcohol. We picked out this huge four-bedroom, all-white interior, wooden floors, gorgeous place, but little did we know the things that would happen when we moved in. The date is October 15th, 2015. The trees were in full change with all the orange and red leaves falling into the ground as we drove. The air was crisp and all my focus was on counting the streets to see how far we are from the new home. My fiance Martin and I moved to New Hampshire for a brand new start. We fit mostly what we could in our Jeep Grand Cherokee. Martin was so excited to see the place in person. Me on the other hand, I was ready to escape my past. We're here, love, Martin said. The house was much bigger in person than we expected. As we pulled into the driveway, I could see the neighbor to the left of us looking out their window. Look, Martin, I said as we walked through the gate to get to our front door. 
Someone left us a bouquet of daisies, roses, and sunflowers. My favorite. Martin picked up the vase and read the card. It was from our realtor. Welcome! I hope this home will be your forever home. The door was a dark brown and creaked when I opened it. Martin went to the car and grabbed our two-year-old St. Bernard Abbey. Abby ran inside to check the place out as I stood there comp- contemplating on why we chose a house with white interior when we have a huge dog who likes dirt. Come on. Martin took my hand and we went inside. The breezeway was everything I've ever wanted in a house. A bench, a shoe rack on the wall, a walk-in closet. Just beautiful. Martin worked so hard for us to get this house by working extra hours and weekends. That's why we were so happy when his IT job was able to have us relocate and he could work from home. The time was 5.45 p.m. We had mostly everything in the house from the car. As I was grabbing the last box out of the car, I noticed the neighbors looking out their window again. I waved as I closed the trunk, but they just turned away. Well, I guess no tea anytime soon, I thought to myself and just shrugged at my shoulders. As I walked through the door, I yelled, Hun, are you ready for dinner? Silence. Hello? Martin? Abby? I'm here, love. As Martin yelled from the upstairs, Come up here, you have to see this. As I walked up the two set of stairs, I stopped at the top, looked over the walkway above the living room, taking in the beauty of the house. Hey, love, look up here. The paint is peeling and it looks like there's an attic. The realtor never mentioned an attic. Martin had a look in his eyes that I always see when he wants to do something I won't have any stake in. Hun, can you wait until we're in the house for more than 24 hours before doing anything crazy, like peeling the whole ceiling off? I gave Martin a soft kiss on the cheek as he smiled and Abby snuggled her way between my legs. I was happy. Fine, but tomorrow I'm going to figure out what's behind this paint. Now, what do you want to do for dinner? Hmm, takeout? Martin pulled me in for a kiss and we walked out of the room towards the stairs. Come on, Abby. Abby? I turned around and Abby was looking up at the ceiling. Now you see, Abby never barked or growled at anything. We got very lucky with how this big fluffy dog is so calm. I walked up to her and pet her head and she followed me out of the room downstairs. The next morning, I met Martin down in the kitchen. Good morning, love. Martin said as he handed me my coffee. Love. On our first date, that's all he would call me. It's been years since I've heard my real name come out of his mouth. Last night, I saw the neighbors looking out the window at me when I was bringing in the last box. I waved, but they just disappeared behind the curtains. It was weird. They must not have known the house was being sold. How about this? We go over there this afternoon and introduce ourselves, yeah? Martin kissed me on my forehead and left with Abby to take her outside. I headed upstairs to our bedroom to get dressed. Once I hit the top stairs, I saw a dark figure run across the hallway into the room on the left. I blinked a couple times, just seeing if my mind was playing tricks on me. Hello? I called out, but no answer. Oh well, I thought to myself. I walked into our room from the window. I can see Martin playing with Abby in the backyard. They both looked so happy to be somewhere new and to not know about our past. Around 1.30, Martin and I walked over to the neighbor's house to introduce ourselves. I rang the the doorbell. I heard the chime of the doorbells ringing and footfalls of an elderly person. 
As I opened the door, this tall, skinny, hardly any wrinkles, white, long-haired lady opened the door. Yes, may I help you? She asked. Hi, my name is Martin, and this is my fiance Kimmy. We just moved in next door and wanted to come over and introduce ourselves. I gave a small smile towards her. Ah, yes, you guys bought the old Smith's place. Interesting that the realtor decided to put the house up for sale after what happened, she said while looking past us towards the road. Oh, pardon me, where are my manners? My name is Gina Van Coy. Please come inside. As we walked in the small... As we walked in, the smell of freshly baked pumpkin pie filled the air. This is my husband, Robert. Robert, dear, this is Martin and Kimmy. They bought the house next door, the old Smith's place. Robert slowly put the paper and his coffee down, and he looked at us. Gina, what, where do you let them in? They could have brought them in with them. I'm sorry, it? I asked. Um, why don't you guys sit down since you don't know? We followed Gina and Robert into the sunroom that looked out into their backyard. Gina and Robert sat across from us on a vintage flower couch and looked at us like they were studying dinosaur bones. So, Martin, uh, what do you do for a job? Robert asked, clearing <clears throat> his throat. Well, sir, I'm an IT tech. Gina and Robert looked at each other because they must have known what I was about to ask. The Smiths were killed in an odd way. They never caught the person, and there was no evidence of a break-in. They were all each found in a different room with their hands crossed on their chest, throat slit, including the children. Martin took my hand and placed it on his lap and held it there. When did this happen? I asked. It happened, oh gosh, about nine months ago, I believe. Right, Gina? Gina stopped looking at us and looked at the ground and nodded. I, oh, I believe we should get going. We appreciate you guys letting us in and talking to us. As Martin and I walked towards our house, I glanced up at the middle window on the second story and saw the same dark figure. No way. No, I don't believe in that stuff. I shook my head. Martin opened the door and we were greeted by Abby. Abby was holding a stuffed bunny in her mouth that I've never seen before. Hey, sweet girl, where did you find this? The bunny was gray with a missing eye. It had a beige apron with initials A-T on them. I brought the bunny downstairs to Martin. Abby had this in her mouth. Whose initials do you think these are? Hmm, A-T? Honey, I... Did you ever look up the history of the house, or did you want to? Asked Martin. That I did not. Should we? Martin gave me a nod. I went up to the bedroom to grab my computer. As soon as I hit the top of the stairs, I saw the same dark figure going to the room on the left. I decided to go into the room. The room felt cold and off. I looked around the room to figure out what it could be. Casting the shadow, I looked into the closet and noticed a tiny door, almost childlike. Okay, what is up with all these weird-ass doors, I thought to myself. None of this makes sense. I opened the door and noticed all these toys and stuffed animals. I picked up a small cat that was dressed just like the bunny was. Martin, you need to get up here now, I yelled from the room. Martin? The house was silent. I couldn't even hear the heat running. I need out of this room. I got up to leave, and as soon as I turned towards the door, there was a small child standing in the door. He was wearing blue overalls with a white shirt covered in blood. 
<laughs> you follow me. Take your it. The child ran away and disappeared into thin air. Martin! I yelled as I ran down the hallway. Martin stopped me and looked me in the face. Hey, hey, love, what's wrong? You're pale. You look like you've seen a ghost. Because I did, Martin. I saw a child. I yelled frank- fra- frantically with tears coming out of my eyes. He had blood on his shirt. What if the stories were true that the Van Coys told us? I snuggled into Martin's chest. Let's go make tea, love, and go to bed. The next day I woke up and Martin or Abby weren't in the bed with me. I looked out the window and it was raining and the leaves were dancing in the yard from the wind. Oh, good. You're awake. Martin walked into the bedroom with paint chips on his shirt. I peeled it and it's an attic because there's something you need to see. I followed Martin into the next room over from our bedroom. I looked up to where Martin had the attic open. I don't like this. I told him, crossing my arms and taking a step back. Then you are not going to like what I'm about to tell you next. I went up there, and, um, there's more toys with the initials A-T. And I took this from it. He showed me a birth certificate with the name Alice Tate Smith, born on October 23rd, 2010. She was only five years old, and her birthday was only in a couple of days. But that doesn't make any sense. I saw a boy. I said with wide eyes. Wait, there's more love. Martin took out more things, and this time there were small clothes. Looked exactly like the one the boy was wearing. These ones have the initials BWS, and I'm guessing these are the little boys? What should we do about these? And why are they still here? Martin looked at me with the most concerned look I've never seen before. That night, while at dinner, Abby was staring at the stairs growling and not taking her eyes off whatever she was looking at. Martin and I just looked at each other wondering what it is happening. The air got cold, almost freezing to the point I felt like I couldn't move. I don't like this, Martin. This doesn't feel okay. It feels like we shouldn't have moved here. As soon as I took my eyes off Martin and looked towards the hallway, I could see the two kids. You see that, right? You you see the kids? Martin slowly stood up from the table and walked towards the hallway. Hi, I'm Martin, and this is Kimmy. Are you the ones leaving those toys around for our dog, Abby? It was the neighbors, the girl said. Don't trust them. Martin looked at me. When we both looked towards the hallway, the kids were gone. Who could that be? I said scared. My hands were shaking and I felt like I was looking at this whole situation out of body. Martin went to the door and it was the neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Van Coy. Yes, it's 9.20pm. Oh boy, but we just heard some noise. We just wanted to make sure you were okay. Mr. Van Coy said. Did you kill the Smiths? We see the children. We found the toys and clothes. What the hell is going on right now? I've never seen Martin so angry before. His face was red. I could see the small vein on his forehead start to pop out. He looked at me. Get your shit now, Kimmy. These people are nuts, and I can't stay here. You aren't going anywhere. We heard those words echo. When we looked back at the door, the Van Coys were gone. It was quiet. What is happening? I don't understand what's going on, Martin. I'm so confused. Get in the car. I ran upstairs to grab a suitcase. 
The stairs felt longer than usual and my body felt heavy, almost like I was slowly going paralyzed. Once I got to the bedroom and filled my suitcase, I met Martin in the car. The air was colder than it has been and the crickets were quiet. It was like we were the only people left. We started driving, not sure where we were going. All we know is we weren't going to be the next victims. I'm so sorry we moved here and didn't check what it was like here. You've been through so much. I love you. <laughs> Everything went dark. I was alone. I tried to scream, but nothing was coming out. Not even tears. Kimmy. Kimmy. I heard my name echoing, and I just started to run. I saw this light. It was so bright and white, almost relaxing. The next thing I knew, I opened my eyes, and I was in the ICU with Martin next to me. I was in a coma and was in one for five weeks. Now you see, doctor, I guess I'll never know what happened was true or not. I don't even know how I got into the coma. All I remember is the semi hit us and I woke up in the hospital. We still don't even know what was in the attic. I looked up the house and there was no evidence on the bodies even being there when the family was murdered. They called them a missing person case. Am I crazy? Is she crazy? I don't know. So she's telling a doctor what she remembers. I'm in a coma. Before the coma. Before the coma. It's crash. Skrr. <laughs> but does Martin, like Martin would be validation if she's crazy or not, right? I would think so. I mean. We need to hear from Martin. That's very true. But I don't think she's crazy. The twist. Were the neighbors even real? Or were they ghosty ghosts? Van Coys don't... Were they ever real living people or are they demons? Oh. Maybe they're demons and the children were not demons. They're good spirits. I still want to know what's in the attic. Show me the attic. What if there's bones in the attic? I think there's just toys. But bones bones and toys. Toy bones. (laughs) How did the dog get it? That bring the the ghost bring okay the so uh, well you know how dogs have like that supernatural presence so what if the ghost some i don't know if you can physically touch anything as a ghost but what if somehow this ghost got just enough power to move something because you can telekinetically move things what if it knocked it down through the attic hole that martin was working on and then next thing you know abby's got it and then the dog is just like check out my toy and then the kid's like you want to play a game as he rides in on his trike (laughs) (laughs) oh shit no it's interesting though I really like the twist that this has though because it's like ghost story to to like murder to murder fucking ghost story to like oh I just was in a coma from a fucking semi accident (laughs) nuts but that like it's cool though because like if you think about it how do you validate what you saw like do you think that was real life or do you think you were in a coma dreaming about it yeah i think that's what she's trying to say exactly where it's like that's interesting like this is what she remembers but she doesn't know if it's actually like reality or just like her imagination playing tricks on her because her brain was so inactive for so long and I've never talked to anybody that was in a coma for real. And like, I'd be pretty interested to see what they remember or if they dreamed 
or we're in like a dreamlike state because lucid dreaming is real mm-hmm. like you can easily like feel and manipulate your dreams when you're lucid dreaming so i almost wonder if you're in a coma if that's the feeling you get or if it's just nothing exactly and you just lose time i feel like there's only two options there it's either like really creative and it keeps your brain like circulating going yeah. you know what i mean mm. and or it's just your brain isn't doing anything i mean i guess it depends on how you're in a coma right right yeah i mean if you're like turned into a vegetable because of a car accident and your brain isn't yeah. working well then probably not dreaming if but like if a machine is keeping you alive yeah I think you're... yeah but if you're breathing on your own and you're just like in a coma and you're bound to wake Sorry, up this took a really dark turn. deep thought <laughs> turn very hard left right here <laughs> I mean, it, you got to take it to these places sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, it's relevant to the story, so we're not an open-headed narrative today. We have <laughs> structure. <that> <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing! No, but bravo, Jenna. I really enjoyed this. Like this, this was well put together. It really painted a very vivid picture of a place that I could walk into and see somebody like having yeah, this happen. It, it felt real, genuine. And yeah. Then, I wonder if she's had like, a real experience like this. Bah, bah, bah. Or is it just creative juices? <laughs> <laughs> creative juices. It's like Sims. You go make them at the, the Oh, bar. my God. I love it. I fucking love it. This should be a movie. <laughs> this is, I story, think this would make a good movie. Film, yeah. yeah, I think this would make a cool movie, honestly. I mean, I, although I think most of the things we've read would be cool movies, but I think this would be a pretty interesting one because it'd be, I wouldn't say it'd be hard to do, but it would be like spoof, spooky enough to where like it would kind of get me when it twists hard where it does. Yeah. We've made movies. You should go check out our YouTube channel to watch them. <laughs> yeah. More like mockumentaries. I'm just kidding. They're more like documentaries. Uh, yeah. They're not really movies. I guess. I would say documentary. I mean. Isn't a movie technically just a video? Um, I'd say a documentary is a movie too, so yeah. yeah. And a video is a movie of some type. They're all movies of some type. Shows are basically movies now. If, if you, you can think about visually it. see it on a screen and watch it, I'm going to consider it some, a, a form of a movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it if you want to call it a video. It's fine, but it's a movie video. A video movie. Yeah, like you go watch our investigation vlogs. They're really freaking dope. Yeah, they're not pictures. It's yeah. a movie. And we capture real <laughs> ghost evidence. And thanks to Jenna, we have one of the most profound pictures I've ever seen. Yeah. It's incredible. Je- you can get it on a shirt. You should get it on a In shirt. Shop. You should get it on a shirt. It's pretty Jenna dope. Jenna just won it. Yeah, she got really lucky. Out of everybody that could have won it and that randomly generated list of names that we picked out. Well, that it picked out of because it was all on the computer. But yeah. <laughs> you heard that too yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh shit that's great all right so what are we gonna say stamp of what is it the wah 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 or are we gonna give it the horn we got a bumper <laughs> I it was, bumps i think this is good I'm and not you know what we're actually either. getting really close to 100 episodes which means Jesus. that we'll be having another Bumpy Award really, really soon. And I think this could be it. Because welcome contender. back to the Bumpies this year. I think we're going to try to get you guys more involved for that. Because that was just kind of a skit that a we Bumpies just kind of wanted to put together. A Bumpies live stream sounds needed. 
but we actually have like a whole like I'll thing planned about the suit and tie works. for that. Yeah, like we have some really good ideas of what we want to do with it. If you want to see us all dressed up, all spiffy and yeah. giving like, awards we'll away, we'll probably go live on YouTube. I think this is a great idea. Yeah, and the thing is, is like. So the Bumpy Awards, we'll kind of get explaining on it because I don't think we've ever actually really explained about it. And I think Jenna's story sets a good example of what we're looking for. Mm, I agree. I very much agree. It sets so the precedent. The Bumpy Awards for this show, we're going to do every 50 episodes, I believe. To celebrate. The general number right now because we did the first one at 50, right? Yeah. So we just want to keep that trend of like every 50 episodes basically voting what episodes were the best what characters in certain episodes were the best so look for polls coming soon and like uh there'll be a whole category probably based on like random bullshit (laughs) gbtin channel 10 nightly news like the best of that we might give some new awards we might redo some awards and see if there's new new things that might take in the spotlight away from and the thing is is like we're gonna keep alive every episode that was in it before from one to 100 can still win a bumpy award in the future like they're always entered you know what i mean like if episode one really liking one they're like hey this one ain't getting enough love (laughs) you're right jesus (laughs) you know the Bumpies is about taking care of the show. We got we got to have it's people know which episodes are the best. It's about that free love. What better way to find out than at the Bumpies? Than at the Bumpies. So grab your popcorn, grab your blankies, because it's coming really soon. And join us next to the campfire. Twenty-five episodes with away. The Bumpies. I can't believe we're almost at that close to hundred. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, but yeah. I'm very proud of everything. And talking about the Bumpies kind of puts that into reality, you know what I mean? Like, oh Yeah, my I couldn't even tell you what episode we were on today when I walked in here. I thought we were on like 60-something, you're like, no, we're on 75. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I must have woke up on the left side today. I think my brain shut off for a little while. <laughs> Just a little while, probably at least like a month. <laughs> Cause I don't know where so, the fuck I've been. That's something like we're really excited about. Like we said, we're, we want we got a whole plan for this. Like, oh yeah! You'll be able to put a face to Rick Van Winkle for the first time, and even sooner than episode 100, we are actually going to be joining Indie Pods United once again for our second annual podcast summit. <laughs> yeah, super excited about that. That's literally in like just a couple weeks. Yeah, honestly, now that Thanksgiving's next week, it's like a hip scup and a jump. I don't even know what the scup is, but <laughs> yeah, uh, there's links to get tickets i don't even know i think they're basically free yeah i i've not looked into it the events through like a sponsored site for Mm -hmm. like ticket sales so that they can keep track of how many people are watching it yeah and i'm sure we'll end up doing what we did last year where we have it and then put it up on youtube afterwards too even so if you don't get a chance to catch it right then and there you'll most likely be able to see it the world it'll probably be an episode like a day later yeah because i'm pretty sure what we're at eight o'clock on December 3rd? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you heard it here, folks. December 3rd. Be there. Be square. 8 o'clock. 8 p.m. And if it's too late for you, square. Go to our Facebook page to find ways to watch it. Yes, of course. And then... Man. But you can also find through our website. I am so excited. And uh, this year has been Or if crazy. you are having trouble finding ways to... And if you don't know how to navigate into watching 
I don't do internet. Any of our things. <laughs> you can always email us at whatgoesbumppodcast at gmail.com and we will get to you. Yeah, we we check it frequently even though it's yeah, dead zone. It's, it's a primary email on my phone, and so I see everything. fucking emails us. <laughs> we get stupid stuff. It's usually ads. For all the weird things I've signed The lawnmower 3000. <laughs> <laughs> you need to trim your ball hair? <laughs> Okay, yeah, but we, that's, okay, that's so enough we joking. did try to get a sponsor once for it, this like offshoot company that's like the lawnmower 4.0, and it was terrible. Yeah, it's like a hack bush 3000, and it was chop your nuts off bad. Even, what was the name of the company? It was a really funny name. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to like actually look back, but it was it was pretty corny. Terrible product. And it didn't work. I didn't even need to use it to hear your horror story. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want that. I was like, bro, I used it and it was awful. And it was awful. Yeah. So we're gonna still continue to try to get sponsors. And if if I mean, if anybody wants us to like shout them out on the podcast and like they have a business or something that they want promoted, you know, let it, let us know. We'll we'll do what we can. We'll yes. work with you. We'll work with you. We will write an ad if you want us to. I will do a whole skit for it. We will like two minutes. We'll do it. Poor shame myself. We want to money. <laughs> You're damn right. Well, I, but, think, I mean, like, I think it's like worth you it. know, you get to this time of year, man, and you just start thinking about the future, you know, because you got it's New Year's the new coming year. Up, yeah, it's New Year's, and you got the. It's the best time of the year, right? We got how many times last year did we Christmas. say? Yeah, you're right. I mean, but how many times last year do we say that we're going to have a better year than we did the year prior to this? And look at how monumental this year has been for the podcast. Yeah, this year has been absolutely crazy, the amount of plays. I literally have reminders on Facebook of me sharing stuff literally last year going, we made it to 1,000 plays, and now we're, like, pushing to 6,000. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, And if this year was any, any like, marker for what next year brings for 2022, I'm – so excited to see where it goes can't wait night crew you guys are absolutely the best no slowing down crew out there and we will always keep pushing and digging graves (laughs) for the paranormal (laughs) i'll dig your grave (laughs) i love that yeah but no we'll, we'll continue to try to innovate the podcast you know bring more and more to the table as much as we can and what's within our boundaries and means but i mean i think where we stand right now, we're both really happy with our, everything, where it's going and stuff. So, I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. I look forward to getting on the mic every single week and mm-hmm. covering whatever topic it is that we're looking to cover. Or reading whatever story we find. Because I found a couple good us, ones. I'll be honest. Sometimes it takes us to, like, right before we start to figure out what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Other times, other we times have we're, lists. like, weeks ahead. Like, we have, yep. to like, three weeks planned. But sometimes we're just, like... Ah, uh, not that. We're not feeling that. I, I don't want to do that one this week. We'll save that for another time. Like, I don't know. Like, when we did Chernobyl, we had talked about doing Chernobyl for a long time. And then finally, I was like, I've done three or four weeks worth of research. We yeah. should just pull the trigger. And, of course, if you have a story you've written that you got Please. hidden in a notepad in your phone. Or you just want to come on and tell your story. Yeah. Or if you want to record yourself reading it and send it to us. That's fine, also, too. we're totally open to that. We'll give you all the credit. Easily. And I can even tell you how to do it if you need that. Yes, super, super. It's unbelievably easy. But with all that being said, I just want to say thank you guys for everything you've done so far. You guys are amazing. Yes. And remember, folks, you can find us on 
Oh, you know, like Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify, podcast, everything that's out there. YouTube. Facebook podcast. Go check out our YouTube. YouTube needs the most love, for real. YouTube needs so much The love. algorithm needs your plays, likes, and subscribes. Yeah, unfortunately. It, I know. It's tough to do that. I even forget to subscribe to some people. Mm. If you could just do it for us. You don't even quick. have to hit the bell, but it would help. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, we make it go bump. And then that thing rangs. <laughs> and then we give you that good ghost hunt content. Yeah, and tell us what you think. Be honest. Please. But if we answer you, answer back. Yeah, if we're going to message you, or you're going to message us or comment to us, like, we both go if on there. we said there. something wrong, like, tell us. Yeah. We want to know. We want to get factual information out Yeah. There. I agree with that. Unless you're calling me out on something that you're completely wrong on. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> Because that already happened. <laughs> We're just going to continue. I'm going to ragdoll that guy. <laughs> He's probably not even real. I it was probably don't a even care. Like even if, Yeah, even if it was a bot, fuck that bot. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe we're an open-headed narrative and I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, no, I did know what I was talking about. Just go look it up, buddy. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to let it down. I will never live it down because it was the first negative thing anybody said about us doing this. And, I mean, like, we've had criticism, but that was, like, like flat-out negative. Where it's On like, things that were completely factual. Yeah, where it's like, did you fact-check yourself? Because I did. <laughs> like, and you're wrong. <laughs> and you're still being an asshole, so I don't know. Whatever. But remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Thank you. We appreciate you. Bye.